Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the pro in the fan. I am the pro Fred Smoot. He is the fan, Percy Donaldson, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. And we are the Washington football team with no name and actually not playing any good football right now. But Percy, I want you to turn, man, and tell me how you're feeling, fan. I am a very upset fan. <laughs> I am totally disappointed. And <laughs> my, my quarterback play. Look, RG3 almost drove me to drinking. I mean, alcoholism. I've been drinking. Uh, I've been saying, I've been saying, you've been drinking for a long time, my friend. I was drinking like 10 seconds ago. Hey, but <laughs> RG3 almost drove me to alcoholism, but I didn't let him. And I just won't for, for Haskins not to drive me on into my alcoholism, man. Like, I just want to see stable quarterback play, even from a young guy, man. Uh, you know what? You know what? You're one of those guys, I can tell you don't have any kids because you have no, one, you have no patience. Two, you don't understand how to let something grow. Three, you don't understand it's going to be bumps and bruises on the road. And let me ask you something. Who was blocking for him? Could you name any of the guys that was blocking for him? You want to talk about the Game of Thrones. They were the faceless men. All right? Listen, he has no time to run the plays they want to do. They run the ball, but we ain't established the run, but they want to do play action. And then you want to blame Dwayne. All right? Next of all, you want to not see that Dwayne seems to be comfortable every time we got to do two minutes, every time it's four wide receivers, five wide receivers, get the play in quick, tempo, tempo. Now all I see is Dwayne making plays. But now y'all don't want to give him that. So how about the coaches say, you know what? He looks more comfortable in this thing. How about we let him do more out of the gun? How about we cater to him for a change and set him up for success instead of saying what Dwayne can't do? See, hey, I ain't the biggest Dwayne guy, but I also am a person that believes in if you're going to ever have something great, we have to do it together. Look, Dwayne, the main, main thing, when he was at Ohio State, I never saw him throwing the tight ends. I always saw him looking between the hatches of the field, but I never saw him throwing the tight ends. I look... He had, he, he had, why would he throw to the tight end when he had, when he had five pro receivers? He had right. five pro receivers on his team. and you, Why would I throw to anybody but the receivers? Listen, listen, and because he won't throw to the tight end, I'm just shocked. Like, that's why in the offseason, when I see we didn't get, like, a number one tight end, I was like, hey, he don't throw to the tight ends anyway. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I didn't know but he, he was – he can't survive. I didn't know he was going to try to turn the tight end – our third-stream tight end. I mean, he would be a third-stream tight end on anybody else's team, Logan, Logan Thomas. I know he was going to try to turn him into Kellen Winslow. Logan Thomas is not Kellen Winslow. Uh, hey, 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 first of all, first of all, calm down, brother. Second of all, <laughs> understand this. At his max, Winslow, was he was not that good unless you're talking about the father. The other one was average, and he was a guy that I don't, I don't, I don't believe in tight ends that can't 
contribute in the run game. If you cannot block, I cannot have you on the team. I don't like one-dimensional tight ends. Two, I don't like tight ends that used to be ex-quarterbacks. I'm tired of it. They are fragile. They do not work. And like you said, he's not a three. He's a two. He's dumb. He could be a great number two tight end. But to save a young quarterback, a tight end is his best friend. That's the easiest catches you can do. That's a power forward posting up. Hey, uh, posting up a point guard. Like, that's why you love the big physical tight ends that know how to play the game. This is this, this is another thing. This is another thing. I always notice good teams like like Mahomes. He's gonna throw the ball downfield. He's gonna pass. He's gonna do what he wants to do. In Kansas City, they showed you last night. Lamar couldn't do that against them. That's how good teams are are built. Like they can do something very good, but they're not gonna allow you to do that same thing. Like, I don't know what Dwayne can do good. I I, I see I yes, see us do. I see us trying these five. I'm talking about with this offense we're running. Like this these five and these seven step drops. Like we really can't do that because we don't have the block. And and then even when you do do it, like you're making it more difficult for for him because his eyes and his feet are a little jittery because we don't have the blocking. I hope so that's the case. Great. So how can you grade him? How, how can you, you grade fairly, him? How could you fairly grade the guy if the guy, one, has no O-line, two, has no established run game, three, playing in a passing game that's suited more for somebody that does have an established run game, but then everybody won't blame Dwayne. Hey, you know what? Chris Rock should have came out with a show, uh, Everybody Hate Dwayne, because all I'm hearing is a quarterback that played eight games and everybody seems hey, to hey, hate Hey, listen, Dwayne. listen, 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 listen. I do construction in Mississippi Heat. I do asphalt paving. The asphalt is usually 300 degrees. Sometimes outside July, it might be 110. Man, I don't want to hear no damn excuse. I'm paying for these risks, for these Washington football hats. And I'm paying for these Washington football shirts. And I'm paying for all this stuff. I don't want to hear no excuses, man. Get out there and do your job. People get paid to do a job. And then, listen, I can put up with him not even doing a job. But when people ask him, Dwayne, it seems like you're looking, you're looking, you're looking your wide receivers down. I'm not looking nobody. Who is people? Uh, hey, first of all, who is people? First of all, uh, I want to hear what no people got to say. Uh, 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 the, the linebacker, the linebacker, uh, hey, hey. the veteran, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Jones. Thomas. Hey, 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 first of all, first of all, you just said it wasn't his fault, and now you're trying to make it every way that it is his fault. No, like, I'm not. No, I'm not. not. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that, like, when people come up to and give you, a, hey, and people give you an honest criticism. People give you an honest criticism, and you try to turn it, and, and you won't take it. You won't take it like, like everybody saw him looking down wide receivers, man. At least say, okay, I'm gonna look at the film, and if I was, I, you know, I, I just they know if you was, you was. I what yeah. he supposed to say right there is, okay, I can only get better. I understand I cannot do that. I I have to go through my progressions. I have to get it right. Of course, he's not winning every podium uh, contest. If you want that, you might well bring in the politician and bring in RG three, Bobby three sticks. Bring him back. He won the podium it's, every it's, weekend. He won the podium. I don't care about that. It's difficult. It's difficult. I I admit it's difficult because you want your quarterback to be confident. You want your quarterback to almost be like your corner, and we know how corners lie. But I don't need hey, my quarterback. I don't need my quarterback getting up there like not being willing to admit like what happened or what, or what we saw. Like, do I want to believe Dwayne on my lying eyes? That causes division in the locker room right there. Well, Dwayne saying he Listen. didn't. 
Dwayne said he didn't he didn't look that down. And then Terry McLaurin over there like, man, he looked it down because he almost got me killed. So, <laughs> so, so like, hey, it, hey, you got to look at nothing but a fan. Hey, hey you, you, you're the epitome, <laughs> you're the epitome of the fan. Hold up, I got to pay these bills. You are the epitome of a fan, man. I, I, I got to say this, and I got to keep saying it. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in the action. at bet online. Hey, listen to me. I, you know, one thing I never take into bed is my feelings. You got to take yeah. your feelings out of bed. And I took my feelings into bed this weekend against the Browns. And guess yeah. what? I put up a little couple of them ducats, dead yeah. presidents, cheese, hey. cabbage. And guess what? Yeah. I lost it. All right? <laughs> I lost it because I took my feelings into the game. And for, hey, listen to me. And that can always hurt you. From game spreads, totals, to teams, players, coaching props, bet online. All right, gives you more options to wager any place online. And there is always online casinos as well. It never closes. This is a call to action. Go, go ahead. Go on to bet online. You got to take advantage of this, man. You got to take hey, advantage of this. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Now, I, 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 I bet with the Washington football team last week, too, and I didn't win, and, you know, but, you know, I'm not going to bet against them. I just won't bet at all because – because it's it's tempting this week. It's tempting this would, week. Well, to bet against against the Washington football players? Is this what you're saying? I'm not gonna do it, but I'm saying like twelve and a half. So I mean, so that's what I that's what I don't see with fans. <laughs> I don't see why a fan Hey, I'm a fan of the Washington team, but when I'm putting my money up, I'm going to be, I can't lie to myself. Like my grandma say, at the end of the day, you can lie to your wife. You can lie to your mama. You can't lie to yourself. That's a shame. Right. And just because I'm a fan, that don't mean I can't bet against my team. If I know my team is not going to be the team, why can't I just bet honestly about the fact that I know my team don't got a chance with this team? Because that's how teams work. And teams don't care what you think. Like, next week, football is crazy, man. Like, it's the perfect trap game for both teams. It's a, it's a trap game for uh, – it's a trap game for, for, for Baltimore because we're the Washington football team. I mean, we haven't done anything to make people think that we're going to be a threat to beat teams like that every week. And it's a, it's a trap game for us because we can put them in a trap. We can mentally fool ourselves and say, like, hey, we're not supposed to even be on the field with these guys. Like – if I'm if I'm Ron Rivera, I'm doing the Joe Gibbs impersonation. You know how Joe used to talk everybody up. Joe would talk everybody up so good, man. It would be beautiful, man. If I'm Ron Rivera, I'm doing the Joe Gibbs impersonation. Hey, Lamar Lamar Jackson is like the best player in the world. I'm telling everybody. I'm telling everybody. Lamar is the best player in the world. I'm telling everybody. Like the tight ends are great. The offense is great. The defense might have had a bad game. Hey, you wouldn't be lying. You, you, you wouldn't be lying. You wouldn't be lying. But at the end of the day, you don't ever want to play a good team, great team coming off a loss. I, they, they're going to be emotionally in tune to the, to, to the tops of being in tune so they can get back to a point to show people we might have lost last week, but we still are juggernaut. You never want to be that next team. And we're that next team. We're in a way of a team that's already put together, got their head coach in line, got their quarterback in line, got their defense in line, got their run game in line. They are a team put together and, and put together now to win a Super Bowl right now, and we're about to play them. And you calling that a trap game? Right, well, that's, that's just like trying to catch a bear. That's just like trying to catch a bear with fishing line. Right? You ain't go, it ain't going to happen.
I'm just, you know, I, I believe in my coach. First of all, I believe in Ron Vera, man. I believe he can he can get some type of effort out of the guys, man, to do what they need to do. Because, like, these games aren't going to get any easier, man. And sometimes it's easier when you know you're facing a super opponent. Like, those Patriot weeks, you didn't get, like, more focus? Uh, those no, 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 no. We're going to keep the same focus week in and week out. It don't matter. Foot, the football game, the only football game that's important is the football game that this week. Like, we don't judge him because uh, Belichick come to town. We don't judge it because Andy Reid come to town. We judge the fact that I get paid to play football. So one thing I got to do is be ready week in and week out. That's what make a good pro. Your coach know what he's going to get from you no matter who we're playing. You play consistent, you play the same. That's what you said you wanted from Dwayne. I want consistency. Like, well, that's what a good football player do. But before you get to consistency, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to drop a name right now. You know who has some of the same stats that Dwayne has right now through his first eight games? Peyton, one Peyton Manning, the number one pick in his draft. And guess what the coach were? Patient. They understood. They understand. And they understand that the rest of these 25-year-olds, because we got – 80% of the team is under the age 25. They all going to mature together. And once we put Dwayne in a system that he can succeed in, see, now they're building for the future. So they're not worried about putting him in an offense that he can succeed in now. They want to build him up so he can succeed in his offense in the future. And I understand he's going to take some lumps. And, and, and that's what everybody else in the fan base has to understand. And then think about this number, 2137, all right? 224 yards, 6.1 average. Can't get mad at that. Two touchdowns, three interceptions. Got sacked three times. Now, numbers don't always tell the tape. At the end of the day, his pocket awareness has to get better. All right? His feet and his eyes have to start to work together. We all understand this. But I must say, anytime he gets in too many, he starts to look good. He starts to look good in too many. And he's a and he's a he's he's a he's a he's a two minute quarterback. He's a guy who needs like the defense spread out. He's a guy who needs to see his see his matchups at the line before the play starts. I don't think he's at the point yet. I think we were asking him to do a lot of deviating after the snap, and I think we really need to get away from that. The simpler the concepts, the better he looks. Like when we spread him out and he gets to looking at those safeties and he gets to looking at Terry and those slants and stuff like that. That's the stuff I want to see. That's the stuff I see the good teams do, and it's not a big deal every week. It's not a big deal to see an out route completed. It's not a big deal to see a, a, a good swing route to the running back. It's not a big deal. And I just want Dwayne to look at those simple plays. Let's take the simple stuff. Let's just get great at the easy stuff. And we'll work on the hard stuff later. This is not the year for him to be – I think he has too much focus – on wanting to be the quarterback who can do the hard things like Mahomes and all that. No, no, not not yet, not yet, not yet. Just wait, just wait a minute. We're going to get to that. Let's just get these swing routes right. Let's just get these screens right. Let's just get these drags right. Let's just get these outs and these comebacks right. And I think we'll be great. Yeah, well, well, first of all, how is he going to do that when he has no blocking? But, you know, there it go again, and it all correlates to okay, the Okay, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think the system we're looking at now is more – of Scott Turner's system or more of the or more of the system Scott Turner has made for Dwayne? It's Scott Turner's system. He's not catering the system to Dwayne. This is Scott Turner's vision of what our offense looks like. Okay. Yeah, this is so, that's what he's running. 
So how do you think Scott Turner did last week? Uh, like I said, I, the, the the one thing, the first thing of being a great person is self-recognition. Like, you know if you're a real attractive dude. You know if you're suave. You know if you're medium cute. Or you know if you're ugly. Uh, you know what you look at every day. And until you can look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself the truth, you can never get the best out yourself. And the one thing he's not looking in the mirror and saying is, I can't run certain stuff because I just don't have the O-line to do it right now. Sheriff got kicked out the club, and he hurt. So, therefore, my best offensive line is gone. I don't know why they haven't tried to move Moses to left tackle. That'll be one thing I consider doing. Like, I have to shuffle something. I have to manufacture something. Maybe I got to go get a vet. Maybe I need to trade Ryan Anderson for an offensive line. How about I do something like that to get these guys a chance to actually show what they can do? And like I said, I feel bad for Dwayne because everybody going to grade him on the curve because he's not being fully set up to succeed because – like you said, spread it out. The windows were there. There's something he's used to. And I think there's some a way he can get some maturation. But it all starts to the run game when it comes to me. When you look at the run game, you're talking about 22 attempts. And they did it in 100 different ways. Now, this is just not running backs running the ball. Uh, 103 yards rush, uh, rushing as a, as a team. 4.7 yard average. But nobody was consistent. Nobody was consistent. Now, Gibson, Antonio Gibson, I thought he ran good. You know, nine carries, almost 50 yards, 49 yards to be exact. Gandy Golden shocked me with, now he has more rushing yards than he has receiving yards. You couldn't have told me that was going to happen when this season started. i tell you what about Gandy Golden. <clears throat> he has to, him and Gibson, I know they'll get it in time, but, brother, they have to run lower. Man, they have to run lower. They're running straight up. And, man, that hit he took on the sideline. I'm surprised he didn't break his sternum like you did that time. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to throw, hey, first of all, how you how you gonna tell the guy that's six three, six four and a half, he can't run straight up? Like he's he's already there. He's tall. He can't help that. He's gonna run like T.O. He's gonna have a gallop and he's gonna get hit. He just gotta know when to hold him. He gotta know when to fold him. He gotta know when to let it down. I thought we'd have been seeing more Peyton Bobber. I see right now they're leaning more towards JD McKissick. And I still wanna see JD McKissick run the ball with some consistency, too, because with these rushing totals, the highest guy has nine rushes. How, how can anybody get in a rhythm that way? And But guess what? When you're playing from behind, you're forced to throw the ball. Why not go four and five wide? Like you said, we don't really have a tight end. And, but, and it's hard. It's hard for me to be so hard on Dwayne, but to see so many positives with this team. Because, like, Gibson, I mean, the guy – if we just keep giving them the ball, man, I think we're going to start to see some pretty amazing stuff. And J.D. McKissick, like, I didn't expect this from this type of guy. I mean, from what we gave him in the offseason and, and how long he was sitting out there, I really didn't expect this from him. I could actually – I would actually love to see him in just a slot role, like to play more slot so we can get one of these guys in a rhythm. Like, put J.D. out there. You having problems at the slot, put J.D. out there. I don't think we having problems at the slot. I like CMs at the slot. I, I, I like I like what we got going on at the slot. Now I understand trying to get him on the field, but if I'm trying to get my best guys on the field, I'm sorry he's not one of them. Uh, he, you know, I can't I can't take Gibson out if this is a development year. Yeah. I want to really show that it's a development year. And, and who do you want to develop? McKissick or Gibson? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not taking time away from Gibson at the running back for nobody. Like I'm putting McKissick in the slot. I'm letting him do some jet sweeps, some motion to get to get the defense off balance. But like he's not going to be in 
for Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson is a rare, rare talent. And I think it's time for us to put some more focus on that talent and not only like wait for him to learn, but to push him in some uncomfortable circumstances. If this is a, if this is truly a learning season, let's push him into some uncomfortable circumstances. Let's push, let's make him do more. Let's make him do more and it'll pay off next year. It'll pay off next year and years. Later. Let's get him, let's get him further along in his development. That's what I'm saying. Like some players, you hey, just got to hey, push hey, in that you, development. You sound, you, uh, uh, yeah, you sound like a fan. You sound like a fan that used to coach a little league team that actually sponsored by old English eight ball. That's that's who you sound like right now. That's who you sound like. I, I'm, hey. I'm just being honest. That's who you sound like right now. Now, now, the why this, this is why I moved from wide receiver to cornerback after high school because when you are a wide receiver. You are at the mercy of the offensive line, the offensive coordinator, and the quarterback. There's three people that dictate how many yards you have any given Sunday. Now, we talked about bad quarterback play. So how good could your receivers look? I tell you one thing, Terry McLaurin looks good in losses all the time. The yak that this kid's getting, you're talking about almost a 21-yard average catch only had four catches 83 yards could have had a touchdown i'm just i can't i, hey, listen, I told you the first night i talked to him that i, I seen something special yeah, you want you want to hear something crazy i think every last one of his catches have went for a first down yeah every besides one, one. Besides, no, one. Not, besides one i think besides one or two i think yeah most of them have went for first down he's a chain mover now he's a chain mover like I keep trying to say, like I, I think I think we really, we really like tried to box him as like a certain wide receiver. Even even after all he showed us, we didn't give him credit for running after the catch like this. No, oh, he, he, he has he has Steve Smith in him when it comes to after the catch. Like he's harder to get down than people give him credit for. He's totally harder to get and he's smooth. He's very he, he don't waste any motion. He don't waste any steps in and out of his cut, head around. And pretty much what he showed me, too, is he got the Midas touch. He got golden hands. Hey, he don't drop anything. I haven't seen him literally drop passes. And to say that about a guy that's only been in the league a year and, what, three games, that says a lot. It definitely says a lot. Man. That says everything. But what do you think about what do you think about our young wide receiver? Uh, what's, his, what's his name, the first guy? This is his first I, game playing. Isaiah, Isaiah Wright. Wright. Isaiah Wright out of Temple. Hey, he, he, he looked like he belonged. He looked like he belonged. And that's the first thing I want to see. He did have four catches, 24 yards, nothing to really squawk about. But I was shocked that they was trying to get him the ball early. And he did. You know what I'm saying? Because I would think that AGG, AGG would be getting those attempts. He, he didn't have not a receiving catch. He had to rush. If you would have told me before the game to bet money, on bed online, who would get the first rush out of the wide receiver between Isaiah Wright and AGG, Gandy Golden, I would have said Isaiah Wright because he's the guy that you do the, the, the reverses with, the sweeps with. He's the smaller, the faster guy, but instead it was reverse role. And like I said, then you got the older guy in Dutrell Emmy coming in, making plays. He's a guy that never really started at the coach and wide receiver, more of a special team guy. He comes here, shows that he can be a reliable two and a half two, three, whatever you need him to be. He shocked me, but he also cuffed off the ball. He fumbled the ball. Can't have that. I never really gave uh, Edmund a chance because I didn't really see 
Like, what was his purpose here for a rebuilding team? I thought maybe our younger guys would have been further along where we could have got rid of guys like Edmund. But I I was very happy with what he did. I was real happy with what he did. Now, he's injured. I'm, I, I'm not really upset about that. I don't really want to see him out there on the field. I'm sorry. I want to see young guys. I mean, we're if if our coach – Hello, oh, so really, you don't want to see a guy go out there and score two touchdowns? Like, no, why not? I don't, uh, cause I don't believe he's in the he's in the long. I don't believe he's in the long term. I want to see my long term guy this year. You know, I want to see guys that I know that are going to be here for a long time, so I can go in and you know base my thoughts about my team on them and their progression. Like, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think, I don't think Inman is 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 a guy who who will be here next year. And and if this is not a year we plan on going to Super, if this is not a year we're trying to get to the playoffs, or this is not a year that we're trying to do a lot of these things, uh, get him out of there. Now, hey, first of all, let me tell you who you sound like. <laughs> you sound like Joe's wife. That's what you sound like. You sound like Joe's wife. Right, a guy like the, hey, listen to me. You sound like Joe's wife. Uh, any type of guy that sit here and say, I'm going to take a veteran special team ace that can also fill in a wide receiver anytime I need to. And I'm not gonna resign him. No, you gotta keep veterans around like that. Like like the Alex Smiths of the world. You gotta keep these guys around. You sound like a Troy Acton fan. That's what you sound like. You sound hey, like hey, the same hey. guy that told me before yeah. the season. That, no, 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 you cannot take your words back. You cannot take your words back before the season. You told me Troy Acton was gonna be the second coming of Jason Seahorn. He said yeah. to me, he's been the second coming of Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, just a joke that I can laugh at all the time. Put my That's hot, what he my hot sauce set because I'm gonna eat this crow about Troy. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this crow about Troy Atkins, and I am very upset about. Hey, man, I could say so much about that man, but all I'm saying, I believe in you, Troy. Like I feel like you know, you broke my heart, man. Troy broke my heart, man. I, I'm hurt. I'm hurt because people, don't, cause, man, I got on. Look, when they told me Troy Atkins was starting, I got on every. Washington Redskins page on Facebook. Uh, hey, first of all, we ain't named the Washington Redskins. We the team with no name. We are the faceless hey, men of Washington. The faceless men of Washington. Well, the fan page is still named the same thing. So I got on every Washington football team fan page, and I said, hey, look, Troy Atkins, he's going to be the guy. I made a post January 4th, 2020, saying Troy Atkins was going to be our star in safety. And now... September, what is it, 28? Uh, yeah. Whatever the date is, yeah. 2020, I look like a damn fool. Because Troy. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. I, t I told you over the years, with that beard, you do look like hey, a fool. A damn hey, fool. Hey, man, listen. You got a face for podcast, too. Let me tell you. Hey, but listen. Troy Atkin, <laughs> man, he do. He's so late. When I look back, I see wide receiver running. Now, fast, he's still fast. But man, that brain could use some some work. Like, no, nah, no, nah, listen to me. He need to go to the Wizard of Oz and get some heart. Because right, that's what it takes. He got athletic ability. He, and, he, and he mentally knows where to be. But he got to get emotionally attached to the game. When, when you're emotionally attached, especially at safety, you can start to make plays. But I ain't going to just throw him under the bus because this is my throw people under the bus segment. Yes, sir. Throw him yeah. under the bus. All right, check this out, bus driver. He ain't the only safety getting through under the bus because Landon Collins is getting through under the bus. We signed a box safety to $60 million contract 
when it's time to play a box safety game, he is nowhere, nowhere to be found. Did he retire? Didn't tell nobody because I ain't see Landon Collins. I sure ain't see him making no plays. At the end of the day, Nick Chubb ran up and down the field, A gap, B gap, C gap, D gap, tossing, whatever, broke tackles. Where is my box safety? You know, me and you, we spend a lot of time doing like the GM thing. We love certain colleges and the players they produce and all that. And I'm just tell you about a conversation me and Fred had the other day, guys. I'm like, hey, did we get the worst Alabama safety? No, and I told you we did. I like uh, Lenny. No, 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 look, we might have got the worst, like, Alabama strong safety. Like, Alabama strong safety stink. Uh, like, did you just forget? Did you just forget a year ago we literally had Ha Ha Clint Dix? But he was a free safety, right? Wasn't he free? Yes. I say that the safeties don't even, like, it's like Connors can play safety now. Like, we don't even separate safeties no more. You either a safety or you a safety. Right, but I'm just saying this. Everybody comes from Alabama. They're ball hawking safeties. They're safeties who are they're better covered safeties. Oh, great. Don't go to Alabama looking for a box safety. Don't no, I play, I play with a great one. You got to take that back. I played with Sam Shade. I played with Sam Shade with well, a great box safety. I'm pretty Fred, wrong every time, fan. Hey, first of all, people were running wing T and option back then, Fred. So that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. We talked about right now in the age of passing and RPOs and stuff like that. If you want to cover safety, you know, go get you – can, you can find one in Alabama. But if you want to box safety, somebody going to come down that box, no. Do not go to Alabama for that. Not going to help you. Maybe LSU, maybe somebody else. Miss, Mississippi State. Abram. Well, Abrams can do both. Oh, Abram. no, Abram is a baller. Abram is a baller. Hey, he's a baller. Abram, Jonathan Abrams can do both. Okay, uh, another thing. Uh, we talked we talk about this a little bit, too. We talked about this a little bit, too. Uh, uh, Brandon Scherf. Brandon Scherf. Like, uh, fifth pick for a – fifth pick for a uh, offensive guard. Doesn't look good. Like, at the time, it was a great pick. Like, I'm just souring on this pick. And I'm. it's probably going to get to the point where we're not going to be able to resign him because of his injuries and stuff. But I'm starting to sour on that Brandon Sheriff pick. And, and like, we have to start thinking of other things to do, man. We have to start. If we, if we call the people out, Brandon Sheriff is one of these guys who's not lived up to his draft position. Oh, no, no, no. He's not even been close to his draft position. Like you said, who messes up getting an offensive lineman from Iowa? Like, this, you can, it's an offensive lineman on every corner in the state of Iowa. If I drove through Iowa, I would pass 4,693 offensive linemen before I got to the next state. And you said we went there and drafted the highest drafted offensive lineman and got really what you say is a – He's a he's above average. I'm gonna he give him that. His play of leg has been above average. We we totally blew that one. But I'm not through. I'm not gonna let you jump back to offense. We gotta stay in the realm of what's going on on defense. And now that I done call out the safeties, I'm gonna have to go with that defensive line. Of course, we lost my boy Chase Young. Know how that feels. Felt kind of bad for me. Sad for me. He's been my draft pick darling for a hundred years. I tell you what, John Bostic. Hey, like like my my boy, good doctor, aka Marcus Washington, say he like to swap that paint. He right? love to swap hey. that paint. Like they got to like, they got to paint his helmet after every game. They might have to just he, give him a touch up. I love him. <laughs> Listen, hey, he like to swap that paint 
Every time I see him around, good things are happening. And this was a game, because one thing I can say about Darrell Payne, when he show up, he show up. But the games that he not that active, he's he's nowhere to be found sometimes. Right? He was somewhere to be found this day. Like, hey. Deron Payne showed up to play some football. I got a question. Why was uh, Thomas Accent. Why was Thomas Davis playing? Uh, I think Thomas Davis was playing because, one, they was going to move Ryan Anderson back to the linebacker. But as you see, he had the club on his hand showing that Either his thumb is broke or his hand is broke. I uh, I wonder where Pierre was. I I really wonder where that was. Uh, and maybe they felt like Thomas could bring uh, some headedness to it and some leadership out there to stop a run game. Because I could see what Coach was thinking, Jack Rio. He was saying, "Let's make them one dimensional. Let's make them throw the ball and let's make let's make Baker Baker the touchdown maker beat us." But all right, in doing it, you never stop the run. Hits never forcing him to throw the ball, never forcing him to be one dimensional. I thought he just thinking, let me play the vet. Man. Man. And you know, Ryan Kerrigan is not good against the, the run anyway. No, no, no. Man, I saw Thomas Davis trying to run toward the sideline after a, a, uh, a running play. I think it was one of those Kareem Hunt plays. Oh, my God. Man, Thomas Davis looked like a grandfather trying to trace his grandbaby. <laughs> Thomas Davis looked like he should have had a walker out there. Like, and I love the leadership. But let's leave it at where it is. It's leadership. It's not yep. he, he's not gonna really help us out there. Like he can help us when guys come to the sideline. But if we know we got if we know we got running backs running open, wide receivers running open, Thomas Davis is not gonna check those guys. Like, no, I thought they should have brought Cameron Carroll in the game more. I think we got to steal with Cameron Carroll because every time I look up, he's in the game, he's making plays, and and, and he's earning some playing time, especially with your boy Troy Acme. Right, especially with Troy Acme showing up, showing us who he is. Yeah, Cameron Carroll has proven to be a gem. Hey, we're gonna have to call Troy Acme. Troy Acme because it's like he's like one of those safeties that. <laughs> He's like one of those safeties that Wiley Coyote ordered from the Acme place on, on Roadrunner. You know how Wiley Coyote used to order all that stuff mm -hmm. on Roadrunner? He's like one of those cheap Acme safeties, man. Like, all the ability, man. I don't even want to talk about him. Like, Troy, you heard me. Hey, man, you broke my heart. You broke my heart. I know you're listening. Hey, that's what happened. That's what, that's what happened when you date a six and you think she a, a good girl, so she a six plus she got a good uh, heart and she from a good family and she turned around and she cheat on you with a dude that's uglier than you are. So that's yeah. just how life goes. And yeah. that's how things go. Hey, Troy is Hello. like, Troy is the six that work at P-Valley. And you think <laughs> <laughs> Troy the six that work at P-Valley, you think he's a church yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the girl that the girl that eat all the wings in there and come in there and be burping and stuff, stuff like that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Now I got to ask you, you know, we talked a lot about the Browns, and, you know, I'm one of them people. I don't believe in nostalgia. Lead the past in the past, and right now the Browns are in the past. The yeah. future is a pissed-off Lamar Jackson and Ravens football team, the battle of the beltway. Ah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this, but first of all, I've got to pay some more bills. This is brought to you by Wink and Drink. The new app that's coming soon is going to change the game. If you've been using Tinder, 
You have been getting cheated. Probably had all those long conversations, a hundred matches, only never to meet them. <laughs> well, that's where Wicked Drink comes in at. When y'all match, y'all meet for a drink. Restaurants, wineries, breweries, even games when they come back. This Wicked Drink could take you anywhere. A drink is being served. It's new. And also, not only can you go singles and meet, we can actually go out as a group for group drinks. Me, three of my friends go out, meet a group of four for drinks anywhere and everywhere. Wink and Drink is coming soon. Hey, I can't wait for Wink and Drink to come personally because me, Jack Daniels, we have a love affair. <laughs> we have a love affair. Well, you that, know, that, that's how I look to it. I, look, I like Jack too, but you know, I'm more of a, I'm more of a, a Hennessy guy or a... Uh, I kind of like gin too. Getting back, I'm getting back into my gin. Well, 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 you know what you are. When, when, long as you drink that cognac, you are diabetes waiting to happen. A second diabetes waiting to happen. See, I stopped drinking that. <laughs> I stopped drinking that cognac years ago. Talked to an old mentor. And he said, "You know, son, it's the reason why older men drink whiskey and bourbons because it just take care of your body in a different way. You can wake up and do your job in the sugar level low." They said alcohol don't give you hangovers. It's mixing alcohol and sugar. So if you already got sugar in your alcohol with cognac, what you gonna do? Well, you know, only thing I mix my liquor with is stomach acid. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on that. I'm good on that. <laughs> All right. So, first of all, what are you going to be drinking this weekend while you watch the Battle of the Beltway, the Ravens of Baltimore versus the team with no name from Washington, aka the Red Wolves? What are you drinking, number one? And what do you think is going to happen in this game? Hey, this is going to be a hard game. You know, this is going to be. Hey, first of all, what you drinking? What you drinking, sir? What are you drinking come Sunday? I'm drinking some some very special stuff. Uh, if I can find it, I got it somewhere around here hid because it's not really legal. But I'm drinking moonshine. <laughs> I'm drinking Mississippi <laughs> White Lightning. I'm not, you know, I'm drinking moonshine because it's going to be a hard game to watch. I got to make sure <laughs> I am physically prepared for the onslaught. So, yeah. All right, so really, you're going to watch this game with one eye open. That's what you're telling me. You're going to watch this game with one eye open, drinking moonshine. Look, you ever see those cowboy movies when they finna take a bullet out of somebody or an arrow and the cowboy <laughs> bite the cork of the ball and take it out and he turn it up? Man, before the game starts, I am going down to moonshine just like that because ain't no telling <laughs> what's in store. For an upset Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens against the Washington football team. I love my team. I love my team, man. Let me tell you something. I love the Redskins. I mean, the football team, man. Washington. But uh, there you go again. You owe me $10. You owe me $10. $5 a hit every time you say it. Hey, every time you, what, you say it, $5. I tell you what, man. You better not take my money to bet online. Well, you might need to, man, because the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still bet on the action. From game spreads to totals, teams, players, and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always the online casino at well. It never closes. Head to bet online, put some money on them Redskins, put some money on them Ravens, put some money on uh, the Saints, $30, put some money on the Falcons. Anybody, like, you owe me. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take that ten dollars you owe me. <laughs> no, the fifteen dollars you owe me for saying that name again, yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna bet it online. 
Head to Bet Online, man. Put the money on, on, on Bet Online. Take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses and make some money. Get your points, hit your spreads. BetOnline.com. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. Online is Sportsbook Experts. All right. We paid a couple. Well, I tell you what. If I'm betting this week, if I'm betting this week, I tell you what, as a fan of Washington, I know how to take my emotions out of things. I know how to just look at things for what they are. And you're talking about a pissed off Ravens team coming in here. Just feel like they got humiliated, feel like they can't get over the the, the Kansas City Patrick Mahomes hump. Lamar Jackson hasn't beat him yet. And now they're going to come in here and they're going to take all that stress, all let out on us. I understand they are defensively feel like they let their team down. You talk about one of the best defensive backfields in the game, a front that can get after you multiple ways, a running game that got a three-headed monster. Uh, you're talking about one of the fastest receivers in Hollywood Brown. Uh, how many more abusive things should I say of why it's not going to head our way, beat up O-line in Washington, having to establish the running game, uh, some of the biggest players are gone from with injury. Uh, still trying to learn the team and learn the rhythm. Uh, I, all I can say is this, pray for them. Like Big Mama used to say, pray for them. Put that noni oil on them. Some got some to gotta help them out. Some got to help them out, P. Diddy. Would you, some got to help them out. I think, I think, first of all, I think we got to take a, a look out of what Kansas City did. Kansas City, they never rushed more than four. They really sat back. They really sat back and they let Lamar Jackson made him read the field constantly. They never really gave him a chance to 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 break out in the open and get those extra yards. And if he did it, it was totally on him. But they never really like made it, okay, we're gonna blitz you and rush you to the right. We're gonna blitz you and rush you out the pocket. No, no, no. Four guys. That's all you can see. Four guys. And I thought, and it's the same thing with I think I think we're gonna learn a lot from this Kyler Murray game. Because I think a couple of times we sent guys to Kyler Murray that we probably shouldn't have. And we just need to stay with that four. If you get a good lick off of them, hit them. But, you know, don't do not do nothing crazy. Just stay with that four-man rush and just hope we can beat them with the zone, man. Hope we, they, have, they hope they have a hard time matriculating 80-yard, 65-yard, 75-yard drives. Oh, I like that, matriculate. Where do you use big words, man? Where do you use big Words. I like when you use big words. You like to show your education off. Because you're a J-State guy, and Deion Sanders is in the house, Mr. Primetime himself. So I know you You want to show your uh, great HBCU education out. Matriculate. Hey, matriculate. <laughs> hey, actually, actually, I got that from Steve Mariucci. Steve Mariucci said that shit every week, man. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Mariucci said that. No matter what the conversation was about? Oh, it was always about a quarterback matriculating long drive, matriculating long drive. Well, you know, we just got to keep Lamar Jackson from doing that, man. He won't – look, if, I love Lamar, but if he has 12 to 14 play drives, I think that's going to be a lot harder for him to do on us than just, you know, breaking out for 60 yards because we blitzed the wrong guy. He didn't get there. I think that's more likely to happen. Well, first of, well, first of all, what you're saying is we need to matriculate on defense. That's what hey. you're saying. We, we need some matriculation on defense. That's what you're saying. Make them work. Make them work. I think our defense, they got to be prepared to be on the field a long time. They got to be prepared for them to get – they got to be prepared for Lamar to get a lot of crazy third and longs 
but they got to be able to get him off the field at some point on third down. They got to be able to get him off the field. That's the key. All right, all right, all right. So now I have to ask you the hard question, the elephant in the room, a.k.a. Is I have this, to ask is, you. Is this the question? Is this the question I think I've been waiting on all show? I think this might be the question I've been waiting on all show because if you don't ask me, I'm going to ask you. So you might win. Well, that's fine. <laughs> That's fine, cause I never know what's I never know what's going on in your head. So that's fine. That's fine. I'm not gonna run from it. Now okay. the question I'm asking you now is the prediction, because hey, sponsored by Bet Online, all right? Bet Online, you have to predict. You have to predict things. So now I have to ask you now, and you got to take your emotions out of this. You got to take your emotions out of this. What is the final score after the game, fourth quarter, the last buzzer, the last whistle over? What's the score of the game? Uh, I say 30-17. 30 to 30-17. So you're saying basically they'll cover that 12-point spread, I think it is right now. So you're saying we're going to score on them, but they are going to basically score but not keep scoring. They're going to start to run the ball and slow the game down. Right, right. I think they're just going to depend on this run a lot. I think we're going to have decent offensive play uh, I'm expecting our defense to give all they have. I think our defense, you know, I can't be upset about any performance they've had. I think those guys are really out there doing the best they can, giving it all. And, well, most of them. Now, I'm not going to say your boy Atke is, and I'm, I can say Collins can play a little better. But other than that, I, I, I really believe my defense. I think our defense will have a good game against any offense in this league. But it's only so much you can do, man. You know, man. I don't know how many games I looked at, man, waiting on a Washington football team offense to pick up and look over there at you and your tongue out your mouth and you got your hands on your head. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you try your best to get to that sideline, man. But, you know, like you can only do it so long, man. I, I saw it a little bit this game. I saw it a little bit this game. The end of the game, they started to run a little bit. Defense got a little tired. You know, I don't blame them for that. You know, we just – it's going to happen, but – I'm expecting right. I'm right. 37. All right. Well, the great. All right. Well, the great Smoostradamus, you know, I predict most things. I predicted the Chase Young. I predicted all the John Allen's being drafted. I, I've been predicting things since the early 70s. I, uh, it's been a long haul for me. And usually Smoostradamus is only one or two point off. So as I close my eyes and think on this one, I have to say, I had to say that the end score probably be 37 to 10 is the score. They're going to beat us by 20. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. By 27 points. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, we're going to make it fun in the beginning. We're going to score that, 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 that only in first touchdown early. And after that, it's going to be a slaughter. It's going to not go in our way. And I'm not mad because this is a building year. And if you're going to build, you need to start to build learning how to take down the Eva Empire. And we got an Eva Empire right down the beltway with a young quarterback that's going to be here for another decade plus. So we have to learn how to play against them. And we have to learn how to play with them. And that's what we're going to do. But in saying that, don't. Put your money on those boys, because I'm sorry. Keep that money. I either bet it with the Ravens. That's the way it goes. 37 to 10 in score. Still going to be proud of my guys, the faceless men of Washington. Hey, let me ask you a question. But also, 
Smoostradamus is a realist. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Like, could you please explain to the fans, yep. like me, who think, like, after four games, maybe Dwayne should sit down. Like, I'm not saying uh, I think like that, uh, but you have fans like that. Because, you know, I've been listening to these shows. I've been listening to the radio. And mm-hmm. all these fans, you know, they're trying to make them sit down. Hey, look, with the, the GM, the GM aspect, I'm not talking to the player aspect. I'm talking to the, to the guy who, yeah. who really wants to work in the front office. What yeah. explain the benefits of giving Dwayne this year? Explain where letting Dwayne play out this year helps us, and explain where you know bringing in the Alex Smith or or a, a, a Kyle Allen, bringing him in like really doesn't help what we want to do. Just just this, uh, this is my first of question. all. Hey, first of all, to the fans out there that think after three games in a season with Dwayne having his third head coach in less than eight, nine coaching games. Your patience is so short, you're, you're probably headed to a divorce. All right, that's just the first of all. Let me put that out there. All right. Second of all, the benefits in letting him play are everything. Let me ask you question one, fan base. Do you want to win a couple years or do you want to build a dynasty? All right. To build a dynasty, you have to let him go through the same thing Peyton Manning went through. You got to let him go through the same things early Tom went through. When Tom won his first Super Bowl, he wasn't the reason why. They was running the ball and playing good defense. When Ben Roethlisberger won his Super Bowl, he wasn't the reason why. It was all about the bust in that defense. So at the end of the day, when Russell Wilson won his Super Bowl, it wasn't about him. It was about the Legion of Doom and Marshawn Lynch. All right. So let's be serious. Nurture your quarterback. Give him old line. That means protect him. When you protect your kids, all right? You protect your kids, won't you? Well, protect this kid. Give him an old line. Second of all, give him a tight end. That means we're starting to set him up to succeed, all right? So now I can really grade him. I can grade him because he has protection. That means if he read anything now, it ain't because he's panicked. It's because he don't know it. Give him a tight end because a tight end and a quarterback are married. That's like a great relationship. You wonder what I'm talking about, relationship. It's called Pat Mahomes and Kelsey. It's called Grunk and Tom Brady. Nah. Right? We can look at we, we talk, we, we can look at George Kittle, all right, and Garoppolo. Like, like all I'm saying is a tight end is a easy, is th- uh, the easiest throw for a quarterback, and it's it's he's emergency outlet. We don't have him a tight end. Second reason we haven't set him up to fail. I mean uh, to succeed. Thirdly, you see that he reads offenses better when the formation is spreaded compared to when it's condensed and compared to when he's under center and when he's in the shotgun. He reads better in the shotgun. So now we have to bring all of this together, give him a chance to succeed, and then we can judge him. Have we did all of those things? We haven't did any of those things. And plus, we haven't gave him a running game to protect him from the third and fifteens, from the, uh, the, the, uh, the third and tens, the third and eights. We haven't protected him in any way. Be patient. Let him take his bumps and bruises. I know it's ugly now, but guess what? You know that girl in high school that was ugly in the 12th grade? You seen her 10 years later? She a dying piece and a lawyer? That's the way it go. A butterfly starts off as a caterpillar. All right? She, she but was, guess what? She, she, she was poor as a greyhound. Now she thinks yes. it's cold grits. In, in yes, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So while we head now, I want to leave that on the conscience of all Washington fans. 
At the end of the day, be patient. Grandma cooking this dinner, and when grandma cook dinner, and she got to take time, she got to take love. Like she said, I'm going to put a little bit of this toenail in there, baby. It's going to take a little time. You just can't run in and out of here. We are not the microwave society. You can't push a button and have a ready-made team. Give it time. Give it time. Wash your tongue. Well, man, I really enjoyed that, man. I think, like, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that because, man, look, yesterday I wanted Dwayne on the bench. I wanted to see Alex Smith in that new stadium oh. league because I feel because <laughs> I feel we had a chance, man. I feel we had a chance. And I feel wrong when he says, like, you know, like, these guys are playing their heart out. You know, what you got to do better. You got to do better. But, you know, it's going to be weeks where I feel like Dwayne going to play his heart out. And maybe our defense won't help us out. You know, maybe our defense will let us down. You know, football is a sport where this week, this part, going to have to pick you up. This week, it'll be special team. This week, it'll be defense. This week, it'll be offense. But, you know, everybody has their down weeks. Then other weeks, other people raise up. That's why you're a team. That's why it's a family. That's why it's a unit. And I'm just going to keep getting a young boy. And well, get a boy some more. Hey, I'm with you out there. I'm with you on that, but this week we we take on the Ravens. We're going to see how this is going to go. We're going to get through this together. We're going to get through this one as a family. We're going to weather this storm. We're going to need the, all the deacons and the pastors <laughs> in the DMV to come together and pray for us because it's going it, it, to be something, something amazing. But first of all, I want to thank Bet Online. Don't y'all forget, you ain't got to leave your house to steal Bet Online. I want to thank Winkin' Dream. Hey, I can't wait till this app comes out. It's going to be crazy. Thanks to the Believe Network. Peace. Peace and out. Peace. <laughs> Let's talk to y'all next week, baby. <laughs>